What's up, fools? What's up? <laughs> welcome back to the Married to a Podcast. Yeah, welcome. That was new. Just wanted to spice it okay. up a little bit. I'm Richard. I'm Vanessa. And we're Team Ramos. Back at it. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Had a great weekend. Yeah. Camping. Holy shit. Camping season's back. Cooking all day outside. Oh, Did it again at home today. God, it's been so it nice. very nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, man, we uh, hung out. You guys remember, if you guys have been listening for a while, Brad and Eve, we uh, went camping with them out on the Oceano slash Pismo Dunes. That was fan-fucking-tastic. I had a great time. Yes. Yeah. We'll do it again very soon. Yes. Because the... we live here and we should do it often. Yep. <laughs> the weather was great. Vibes were great. Had probably the most drinks that we've had in a while. Not that we went overboard, but... You know, again, since 75 hard and changing our eating habits and whatnot, this was definitely the most alcohol we've had in a while. Oh, yes. And uh, definitely feel it a little bit. Not even necessarily like we're hungover, just, I don't know, feel bloated. You know, I'm actually, I was thinking I'd be hungover a little bit more, but yeah, that wasn't it at all. Yeah. Uh, I just I just nice. feel... Uh, Heavy. Yeah. I feel lethargic. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, It's just interesting how, you know, getting rid of that, you know, really just affects everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that kind of leads us into what we're talking about today. And, you know, it's not necessarily hard on a relationship topic of any sorts. It's mostly just talking about our experience with 75 hard. Yeah, because we really haven't broken it down 100% yeah. since we did it. Yeah, and, and this is something that we've been meaning to do for a while since we finished, um, but we just never really got around to it. We've talked to some people about it individually, either at work or, you know, hanging out with some friends. But, you know, we've wanted to share our experiences with it because I know there's a a lot of folks out there that we know personally and I'm sure that have listened to this or read what it is that 75 hard is and they'll say, Oh, I would never because that's just too extreme. Yeah. You know, and I, I think kind of clearing the air a little bit from, you know, our perspective might either help people understand it a little bit more or might give people that nudge to just do it. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we've been off on a break for about three weeks. It'll yeah. be three weeks on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. September 27th was our first day after 75 hard. So, you know, um, I, I guess I'd like you to explain a little bit kind of how you felt kind of going through the process starting from day one. Um. Well... It it all came to be because we we agreed that we've been talking about it for too long and needed to decide whether or not we were going to actually go for it. And 
we we've been trying out the carnivore diet for a while tried went into the more animal based diet liked the results we were getting from that um but i think you and i were just both ready to commit to something more something harder um i don't know if we needed a challenge but um it definitely was one you know and i think it's 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 done us really well um it was definitely hard <laughs> to start um because going into it we we knew we already had you know four concerts we were going to other uh other things that we committed to were we were prepared to drink there most likely and it it forced us to just be able to be together and still have just as fun without having to worry about drinking or worrying about if other people care if we drink. Yeah. And, you know, to your point, like you said, it, it forced us, it forced our hand in a lot of ways, you know, <laughs> we forced ourselves to force our hand. Pretty much. Yeah. It was funny. Cause like you said, it's, it's not like we needed another challenge or something because no, we were already busy enough as it is, but right, it's not like we were trying to just, you know, consistently just up our quote unquote level in that way. You know, um, to be totally transparent, we we felt like things were stagnant in a certain point or a certain aspect of our life, and that was mostly with the fitness mm-hmm. side of things. And we didn't do this to just lose weight. We didn't do this just to you know see the physical benefits because it's not a fitness challenge and that's something that andy frisella who created 75 hard that's something that he stresses all the time is that it's not a fitness challenge and that's where a lot of people like on tiktok or instagram they'll kind of misconstrue the idea and bastardize it in a way and that's where people come up with 75 soft or 75 you know medium or whatever like Mm -hmm. no it's you don't you don't make adjustments to this program. And the big thing that he stresses out, we've talked about it before, is that it's a mental toughness program. And you'll yes. see the physical benefits of it, but it's mostly a mental toughness program for the sense of, you know, you're committing to 75 straight days of a certain amount of tasks that you have to complete. 100% or you start over and you fail. Yeah. And that's the hard part is that you have to commit 100% to each and every one of those tasks. So if you're on a diet, you eat a damn chocolate chip, you're done mm-hmm. and you have to start over. Mm-hmm. You miss an ounce of water of your gallon for the day, then you have to start over. You miss a single page of your reading, then you have to start over. Yep. So... You know, it forces you to to hold yourself accountable. And this was actually great for us because we got to hold each other accountable. And and in a new way, I feel like uh, we were used to being accountable and being accountable, holding each other accountable at work, in the work environment. And I think we we were just in that situation for so long that we were very relaxed in our personal relationship. And that's fine. There was nothing wrong with that. But it, I think it was just like you said, something that we wanted 
to change. We felt a little bit stagnant there. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing too, and a lot of people know this from business or, you know, they're taught this um, when you're an entrepreneur or whatever, you go down that lifestyle is that, you know, if you're not making progress and if you're not moving forward, then, you know, you're moving backwards, Mm -hmm. right? Or if you're staying stagnant, then you're moving backwards, Mm -hmm. right? If there's no progress, you're losing. Right. And, you know, to us, feeling comfortable for so long inadvertently i think was causing us to feel like we were losing or just moving backwards in a way you know yeah i guess we got a little bit of i don't know we got a little stir crazy i feel like Mm -hmm. we we, like you said we got comfortable we were in this new area uh loving the new job you know feeling comfortable feeling safe and then after a little bit it it felt wrong to feel comfortable yeah and i I think Two is our lives have never been one of comfort. No, no, yeah. <laughs> you know whether that's financially, emotionally, between us and uh, in our relationship, or you know us individually. You know things have never been comfortable, and we've never had the opportunity to feel complacent. And not, not by just because of happenstance, but also from our own choice Mm -hmm. yeah like we made the we've made the conscious choice to continue moving forward and trying to you know i guess for lack of a better term level up Mm -hmm. right we've always been those sorts of people to move on to the next best thing Mm -hmm. to try and you know make our situation the best possible thing it can be yeah and when it got to this point you know you laid it out perfectly where we moved, we switched jobs, still in the same industry, you know, we're making more money, but you know, things felt just a little bit too cherry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we had yeah. to kind of mix it up a little bit. So, you know, uh, not to say that we don't love our life, right? but we wanted to keep moving forward. Yeah. We wanted more and you know, you nailed it on the head that it was hard and trying to do it consistently every single day was not the easiest thing in the world. Not just consistently every day, consistently every day with each other. Because mm-hmm. normally people will do this by themselves or with a friend, not someone that they see every day. I'm sure there's some couples who've committed to doing it together, but mm-hmm. absolutely, they probably also get to work separately during the day. Yeah. So I think that's a little bit more of a challenge, maybe. Yeah. And we can talk about that in a little bit. But, you know, I kind of just want to go back all the way to day one and kind of get your opinion on, you know, I guess your outlook on how you felt about, you know, the daunting task of 75 days of just doing this shit consistently. You know, Uh, how, how was it for you right off the bat? I think, well... This is how I remember it. <laughs> I I think that I, and I will take full credit that I think I was the one that pushed us to go through it with it, just to say, shut up and net up and do it, because I can't remember where we were, but we were talking about it again. On the kitchen table, or at the kitchen we table. We were here. <laughs> okay. Um, 
But yeah, we were just talking about it again, and we talked about it multiple times. And I don't know how many times we actually listened to the episode that explains it. And I know it's been more than once. Um, and I think it was we 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 re-listened to it again for some reason. Um, and I don't know. I just was compelled to say we need to just do it. We need to just do it. We we're wasting time again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll sure. I'll give you the credit. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we listened to episode two hundred eight of the Real AF uh, podcast with Andy Frisella. And, you know, he lays everything out. He lays out the 75 hard program. And then he lays out the live hard program, which is the phase after you're done with 75 hard. Because 75 hard, we've again, we've talked about it before, but just to kind of reiterate, it's the boot camp mm-hmm. of a year-long uh, program mm-hmm. to basically level up your life in one year. Um, and the cool thing is that this thing is scalable. So, you know, if you haven't done a single workout in your life, doing a 10 minute, or I guess a 45 minute walk twice a day could be good enough to start, mm-hmm. you know, but you're, you're right on how we just kind of were there we listened to it again and yeah you were the one that said you know we should probably just get it done and i agreed with you and i just said yeah let's fucking go so we did it and you know for me it was i i wasn't excited (laughs) (laughs) Uh, truthfully i wasn't super excited right off the bat okay so i guess to continue that my question for you is you know how I get with wanting to commit to things. Obviously, you weren't excited right off the bat, but where were you mentally when we decided we were going to do this? How were you trying to deal with it and prepare yourself for 75 days of me being like anal about committing to something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of difficult to wrap my head around right off the bat because <laughs> You know, right off the bat, I'm like, all right, here we go. And then, you know, to your point about, I guess, lack of a better word, dealing with your... Because I told you I'm going to be a bitch about waking up early and doing our workouts and doing all this. Yeah, and, and, you know, then coming to terms with all of that, I told myself, well, shit. There's no turning back at this point. <laughs> um, and we told ourselves, though, just like when we were going to get married, you know, you said that divorce isn't going to be a thing. We'll have, we have to figure it out mm-hmm. because we both believed in that. And to that point, we said, we're not failing this on our first try. Yep. <laughs> we're not failing 75 hard on our first try, no matter what. And, you know, we got it done. We got it done. And, you know, I wasn't mentally prepared right off the bat to kind of just do it and to commit for those 75 days. But, you know, once I got my head out of my ass and 
after day one, it finally hit like, okay, we're, we're doing this. Mm -hmm. So I finally got myself in the right headspace of, okay, got to make a plan, got to buckle down, have to get a routine in order and finally just figure this shit out. Yeah. And obviously we had to sacrifice some other things to make sure we could succeed in 75 hard. So we haven't plunged. Mm-hmm. We didn't do any plunging during 75 hard just because like we, I, we did a little, but right. But not consistently like we were doing. Right. And so we said, okay, got to pause that because it's just, it's going to be too much. One thing too many while we're still working a regular job, working on our little soon to be project mm-hmm. and doing this. Yeah. It, there's not enough hours in the day. Right. And, you know, for those of you that, you know, might be listening that get up at three fucking 45 in the morning or some shit, don't go to bed till 11 o'clock at night and still get all of this shit done. Like, hey, great for you. But, you know, it doesn't work for us. (laughs) You know, we we get up at five, five thirty every day and we do what we can. We work out in the morning as much as we can. And I guess to kind of lay our day out for 75 hard i'd say most days were we get up at 5 5 30 uh drink a full size blender bottle worth of water you know almost 30 ounces yeah and then we'd go in the gym do our 45 minute workout probably what around like 5 45 ish maybe six o'clock at the latest get that shit done and then have to leave the house at 7 20 to get to work on time Mm -hmm. and then after that we come back home get our second workout in (laughs) either whether or not that's a a 45 minute power walk or a run on the beach or something get our pages done and uh yeah Oh, and don't forget the progress photo as soon as yeah. we wake up. <laughs> yep. And then just sticking to your diet. Yeah. Minus and, any alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was just kind of our day laid out. And it was it was kind of crazy because, again, I wasn't mentally prepared to go through that routine. I just remember waking up on day one, knowing that I had to take a progress photo. And I did. And I think it was at that moment where I said, fuck, <laughs> we're doing it. Yep. And... Yeah, I, it was just a scramble. Day one was a scramble for me. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, um, I don't really remember day one fully, except for, I think, taking the progress photo when I was just thinking to myself that we're going to come out on the other side feeling better no matter what mm-hmm. happens to my body. It's not about the changes of my body. It's more about the changes that we're going to go through mentally together. Mm-hmm. Um. But clearly, I'm happy with the changes physically yeah. and mentally that we both have gotten out of this. Well, speaking of physically, um, you want to talk Even about... Even after all this shit. Well, yeah. you yeah, want to talk, talk about, about your thing? Right. So I got sick doing 75 hard, but not... I'm, I should say I got sick during 75 hard, not because of 75 hard, mm-hmm. um, because I know a lot of people are concerned about that if a lot of people say you know that's too much water 
you could get water poisoning. Yeah. Um, but with the workouts we were doing, with how warm it was, and w- with what we were doing, we were smart with it, and the water is necessary. Um, the the biggest thing that my body didn't like was the diet. The yeah. and we didn't just pick a gradual diet. You know, you know me. We went all out. We yep. went real hard on this animal based diet, and we just quit cold turkey, any processed food, all sugar, cut out all alcohol, and I basically was going through withdrawals mm-hmm. where my entire all the bacteria in my gut basically was shifting (laughs) and so it made me sick i couldn't i couldn't stomach most of my food um so i ended up having to fast for a few days and as soon as i completed a fast it was like it completely reset my gut Mm -hmm. and i haven't had a problem since yeah that was strange because you know it was a process of elimination and you know some people listening if they're not you know familiar with an animal based diet or a carnivore diet they'll probably think this whole time well it was your diet that fucked you up and that's why you shouldn't be doing that diet next y and z well yeah but i stuck it out and i'm better now <laughs> <laughs> sure but to that point though that's not entirely how that works right, right? like the whole that's why you need to be eating a standard western diet or or, mm-hmm. or including more vegetables and x y and z right oh, now, oh yeah i should say like i didn't eat any vegetables during yeah. that time now <laughs> we are not nutritionists obviously we're going solely based off of the information that we've gathered from our um, own research and yeah, development. our our <laughs> own uh searchings and uh findings of articles podcasts videos you know this that and the other so um you know for us it was a situation of we like you said eliminated pretty much all processed foods so chips not a thing tortillas not a thing and us being mexican you know that was a huge blow for us tortillas rice rice and beans you know we didn't eat pretty much I'd say 90% of the time that was gone. (laughs) We ate eggs, bacon and sausage on occasion for breakfast. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we tried to stay away from Mainly, yeah, mainly ground beef um, and mainly steaks. Yes. That's all we ate on occasion too, obviously, like throughout the week. We would eat like a banana. You'd, You'd eat bananas. I would eat apples. Um, or grapes, something. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is it. That is all we ate. And we had dairy, so we had you know milk uh, and cheese. Mm-hmm. But that we ended up switching. Maybe what? Halfway uh, through. About halfway through, we switched to in uh, taking in raw milk and raw cheese. So that in itself wasn't a catalyst for your stomach problems if anything that kind of helped yeah no the issues i was having was before before any of that yeah Mm -hmm. so you know kind of circling back to your issue your gut issue it was interesting because it kind of happened out of nowhere yeah it was just i woke up one day and we thought i was we thought i was pregnant Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
because I was having just I was just nauseated all day. Um, well, it hit you and the, first thing in the first morning. thing when I wake up. Yeah. And then I wouldn't be able to eat all morning and then I could eat after lunch or late lunch or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we thought we were pregnant. Um, false alarm. It was just my gut hating me. But yeah, um, after I was feeling sick, we did, like you said, an elimination diet basically for me where I did reintroduce a little bit of white rice um, with like ground beef or with steak or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just easier on my stomach at that time, but still nothing else, nothing processed. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's when you did your your 24-hour fast. You mm-hmm. had water all day, obviously, mm-hmm. um, while still doing our two workouts. Yep, while still doing. It was, it, I fasted for a total of three days. Yeah. One 24-hour fast. Um, and then it was like a 16-hour and then a 10-hour. Yeah. So you just kind of whittled it down little by little. Mm-hmm. Um, after that 10-hour fast, it seemed like everything kind of just worked itself out. Mm-hmm. And you know, again, we didn't add in any vegetables. We didn't add in anything like that. We didn't add in a shit ton of carbs. We stayed away from bread. Mm-hmm. And all we did for you was just add in a little bit of rice, increased the amount of rice from time to time, uh, from depending on how you felt. Mm-hmm. And then once you started to feel good, we started taking rice away a little bit more, but then adding in some more fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we added in some honey, uh, which is all still part of the animal-based diet. So, you know, we didn't do any sort of cheat meal or anything like that just to kind of help your your gut situation. Yep. So, you know, that was a, a big thing about midway through. It was like, what, day 25-ish, day 20? Yeah, it was somewhere pretty that early area. still. How was that for you? Because... You didn't have any issues, no, but was, you had, you got to watch me. <laughs> yeah, I felt great the whole time. Um, besides just tired from the program. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, for the diet and everything, and I, I've had no issues. I've had no gut issues. Um, you know, I've had the complete opposite experience that you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but watching you go through that, it was like, watching you with your ovarian cysts thing again mm-hmm. which you know even that at that point in time what? yeah because i was throwing up on the way to do a job yeah or like I had, we had to stop. yeah so that was that was rough you know i felt bad and then i was also I was like no i'm good let's well, go we and, gotta go yeah and, and at the same time i was irritated but i wasn't irritated with you it was just like oh a, you were irritated with me <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> It was a it was an irritation to toward the situation because it's not like I can get mad at you for your gut having issues. You know, <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't be upset with you. It's a it was just a, Wait, why the fuck are you doing this? It was it was just a Dinkelberg sort of moment. You know, <laughs> it I don't know. It, it was tough. It was tough. But, you know trying to figure out what you could eat was definitely the hardest part and and that was the major test because we could have easily just been like all right we can't do 75 hard we gotta figure out your stomach yeah and then we'll come back to it well and there were serious conversations too about you know if it's for the betterment of you and just making sure that you don't 
fucking pass out. Well, and then we did. Yes, obviously. We wanted to make sure we were being safe and being smart. Yeah. Um, But I didn't want to just quit and give up without giving it a fair try for an extended period of time. Yep. And in total, my stomach issue lasted three weeks. I wasn't throwing up nonstop for three weeks. Right. Um, It started off week one that way and then got better. Yeah. And (laughs) a lot of people would say, oh, well, I can't keep eating uh, whatever I'm eating because I feel bad for my significant other. And I'm like, fuck that, dude. I'm still going to have steak and (laughs) I'm still going to eat what I'm going to eat. But, you know, I'm going to try and help you manage whatever it is that you needed to eat. So that was that was a time and a half. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I I made it through. You did. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Um, I think through it all, though, kind of going toward the end of 75 hard, really. I felt like the last month or so just dragged ass. Oh, it was like the super exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just to kind of touch on that a little bit, like when (laughs) if you've if you do 75 harder, if you've done it, uh, especially if you've, you know, gone to the point where you're ju- you're doing like two solid ass workouts a day. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in CrossFit and you're doing two CrossFit workouts a day. Yeah. You know what we're going to be talking about here more on, on like the next level. But, you know, once you hit like day 50, mm-hmm. you're fucking exhausted. Yeah. And to be completely like just transparent we did not do two hard workouts yeah every day we did what we knew we could manage with our daily schedule but also pushed ourselves to add a little bit more yeah so we did one hard workout every morning and then we would do something a little bit lighter where we'd go walk or jog on the beach something was our outdoor workout or take the dogs for a, a, a hike something that was Still a challenge, but not as hard on our bodies. Yeah. And that, I think you framed it perfectly. Is that something that we can manage? And again, this isn't a fitness challenge. And, you know, people listening to us might say, well, you, you didn't really do it then because you didn't go all out. Okay. Well, again, this is not a fitness thing. We're not doing it to lose weight. We're doing it to hold ourselves accountable. Yes. We're doing it for the mental toughness portion of the program and you know having the the wherewithal to delineate between the two you know it it, it's a no-brainer as far as okay yeah we did do it Mm -hmm. we we completed it and is it to the intensity that you know andy frisella himself does it fuck no he's he's he created it he's the dude he's the man for people that do it at the company that he runs, First Form, they probably do it way harder. I'm sure they do. But again, this is a scalable program, right? Mm-hmm. And we knew that we needed a change in our life. We didn't adjust the tasks to fit our lifestyle. Yeah. We knew that this is what we could manage. We also knew that if we were to have 
tried to do those two workouts, hard, hard, hard workouts. Not to say that we're afraid of failing, but we knew that we would fail. But in the process of failing, our body would just break down because of everything else that we're doing as well. Now, moving forward, we are going to do this again. That's for sure. We're going to do 75 hard again. We're planning on doing the live hard program, but we are planning on upping the ante a bit. Yes. We are planning on doing at least one hard workout and then pushing ourselves a lot more for the second workout. And Mm -hmm. this doesn't mean that it's a, it's a 45 minute walk again all the time. Like every other day, this is going to be a, we'll do a hard workout in the morning or the evening. And then the second workout will be a more high intense, high intensity style workout, Mm -hmm. whether that's sprinting on the beach on and off, whether that's doing some strongman training with some sandbags and, you know, some shit like that. Olympic rope. (laughs) Yeah. Then that's what we're going to do, you know, but yeah, it circling back that last 50 days or so we were fucking exhausted. Yeah, it was definitely the hardest point for me. Sorry, from day 50 to the end. <laughs> the last 25 oh, days. Yes. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it still was super rewarding. The last week going into it, going into the end, the last week was kind of like, I don't know. To me, it seemed like we were just coasting at that point. It felt like we were on autopilot. Yeah, but I don't want, I don't like saying autopilot. I feel like it. It's a bad thing. Sure. Because of where we come from. Mm-hmm. But it it felt like, yeah, we were. Like we got it. We, we, yeah, we got this in the bag. We've been doing it for long enough. We're, we're going to make it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the one thing that we promised ourselves too was, you know, we weren't going to have alcohol right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of our, our big thing. Like yours more than mine was sweets. Yeah. Right ice cream or chocolate for me it was whiskey mm-hmm. and beer mm-hmm. but like good craft beer not just like a fucking shock top or some shit um but yeah i mean we promised ourselves that we wouldn't just go jump in immediately to that sort of thing because we wanted to at least kind of keep it consistent for at least one more week you know, and right after I felt great knowing that September 27th, it was done. We felt good. Uh, I was in the best shape that I've been in in a really long time. Mm-hmm. But coming out on the other end, mentally, I felt, I don't know. It's going to sound corny to say that I felt stronger mentally, but, you know, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you just do feel, I'll, I'll say mentally more superior, I guess, in a way. That's just the way that I could put it. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> um, no, I, I agree. I think my mental clarity was better was way better it is way better yeah and it was funny because during some conversations that we'd have while we're just on our 45 minute walk we especially when we started 
knowing that we're doing 75 hard and you know not a lot of people would have the 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 balls to really commit to it mm-hmm. we'd walk around and be like our confidence just felt through the roof yeah as shit i guess i feel shitty saying that but i shouldn't you know i feel like we're way more confident now yeah <laughs> yeah and it was it's weird it's we talked about it too and how you know maybe it gave us a, a false sense of confidence to start mm-hmm. but as you go through it you start to develop a a real sense of confidence mm-hmm. you know not that you can tackle anything in the world and do this right. that and the other yeah to clarify it's like i i know i'm capable of doing tasks like this mm-hmm. i know we are capable of working together in this way under this much pressure mm-hmm. um yeah that kind of confidence <laughs> yeah and it and it was great to to be able to walk around have, kind of pull your chest up a little bit more you know pull your shoulders back and and say i got this mm-hmm. you know i got this and i can i can do a lot more than i think i can or yeah. than i initially thought yeah yeah, I, I think sometimes that's all you need, really. And honestly, if you if you commit to doing 75 hard and you don't make it to 75, to all the way to day 75 and, and complete the challenge, even if you've gone halfway, you'll feel the difference. You'll feel the difference. Mm-hmm. And sure, it's a disappointment if you if you don't fail or sorry, if you don't make the if you don't finish. Mm hmm. Of course, that's always going to be a disappointment. But at the same time, if you make it halfway, two thirds of the way, that's a ton of progress. Mm-hmm. And for us, that's where most of our rapid weight loss came in was that from the beginning to what day 50. Yeah. Because like day 50 on to, to 75. That's where we kind of plateaued. Yeah. yeah. We, we plateaued. I, I think at that point I had lost like 12 pounds or maybe 10 pounds at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, you had lost mostly, be, not mostly because you were sick, but because also you were sick, you had lost like 15 to 16 pounds mm-hmm. at that point. But, you know, you get, we got to a certain point and you plateau. Yeah. But still, like your confidence is so high. You feel good because, you know, you haven't been drinking. The mm-hmm. inflammation's gone. The the puffiness is all gone. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can do more. You physically feel better out in the world. Yeah. Because you've lost all that weight. <clears throat> Your skin's glowing because of all the water. And I honestly feel like you can do more because you've lost all that brain fog. Yeah. Would you say that this has had a huge impact on on our relationship? And if so, what what what's changed, or what's been adjusted, or can you see things in a different way? I don't know. <laughs> but what's changed? Well, obviously, we've lost weight. Yes, <laughs> that's not the point. Yes, I know. Um, no, so. I think it's weird because I think we've had to find kind of a balancing act a little bit more. Like we've, we've had to hone that in. And what I mean by that is 
that balancing act of holding each other accountable, but not pissing each other off because of the way we would initially want to hold each other accountable. We have to find different ways to do it. I would even say being willing to piss each other off too, because we have to hold each other accountable. True. Yeah. So like I said, kind of writing that fine line and having that little bit of tact in some way or knowing when to push, when not to push. Uh, We've had to do that before, but not to this degree. This was different. Yeah. Um, You know, I think (laughs) it's going to sound kind of funny, but you know, because of how active we've been and because of how much uh, weight we've lost physically, we both have been, we've been more intimate together because, you know, it's driven our sex drive up a bit, you know, so that's been a huge benefit to say the least. Um, As far as everything else and how it's benefited our relationships and the intangibles, I think helped in the sense that, especially with the podcast too, having to talk to each other a little bit more, it's, it's in a different way forced us to communicate a little bit differently, a little bit better. Um, it's forced us to see things in a different way. Um, for example, I think through reading books, through, you know, looking at things through a different lens and a different perspective, we've kind of looked at, I don't know, our past experiences that we tend to think about. We, we looked at them now differently, analyzed them a little bit differently, seeing how we could have done things better, how we can use that information and shape our lives to be better in the future because of it. Again, just shifting perspective and seeing things through different people's lenses has been a big eye opener for me specifically, because although I would try and do that before, I think it's been a bit of a benefit even more so nowadays. Mm -hmm. I think we've benefited from being able to learn more perspective from each other, of each other. Uh, It's definitely been a new learning curve and we haven't had to have a learning curve with each other since, you know, dating, getting married, doing all those, you know, big quote unquote firsts together. But this is kind of one of those, right? It's a big first of doing something that's pretty challenging that that forced us to be uncomfortable with each other and individually. So we had we I think we we argued a lot more, but we learned that we learned how to get out of those arguments or what, what what argument wasn't even a real argument. It was just because, you know, I bitched you out of bed that morning so we can get into the workout and then you were cranky with me and there was no real argument. It's just dealing with that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, new learning how to handle me when I'm just in a mood because I, I was upset with my, with not being able to eat <laughs> what I wanted to eat or, I had cravings for junk 
Um, and I was just being moody about it. And you learned how to deal with that and how to help me just get out of that. Yeah, sorry. They just kind of, there's a lot. There's a lot. I'm trying to think of more, but it's little things, little nuances that no one else is going to know except for us um, because they don't see any of that. Mm-hmm. Not really, but that's why I think, I think more people should do it. And it's definitely not for everybody. I think most of our friends will not be able to do it uh, just because of how much it asks for you to commit to. Yeah. I think that's well put there. You know, it asks a lot of you Mm -hmm. and it's either, it's either they can't or they won't. And not even speaking for our friends or not for our friends uh, about like the people we know. Mm -hmm. It's more of anyone. Yeah. You know, Well, that's the whole point, right? It's not for just anyone. Yeah. You have to be, committed you have to be willing to change and change is hard for people yeah and what's funny is that i think people you know listening either to this episode or you know episode 208 from andy Frisello's podcast they'll hear that and say it's not for the average person it's not for everyone and they'll Mm -hmm. get offended and say what do you mean or that's rude or that's no it just means you probably can't mentally or physically handle it at this point and that's that's you know i i guess if anything if i if there was any sort of piece of advice that i would give going into the idea or even just thinking about it just make sure you're in a good spot mentally like make sure mentally you're in a good spot not even necessarily like you have to be totally centered you have to be you know a life has to be figured out like that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that mentally you have to be ready to commit yeah like what you said right yeah. it asks a lot and if you can't give that then don't do it then... don't don't do a half-assed version yeah do whatever other workout routine you want to do commit to whatever other diet you want to do something that's going to make you feel good but don't do a watered down version of 75 hard because then it just ruins the whole point yeah exactly that's my opinion no it's true there's there's no such thing as 75 soft you know because because that's just a regular diet and workout exactly <laughs> for for just a scheduled 75 days mm, if you <clears throat> and this this will sound bad maybe but if you're gonna do 75 soft or whatever off brand (laughs) um then just you're just complacent with what you're already doing so why are you why are you bothering yeah just keep doing what you're doing and if you're happy great yes do what you want to do do what makes you happy if you're not happy or if you want to try and push yourself and challenge yourself to do something more do something harder then give it a shot yeah and it's it's actually a really good test to kind of see you know how truly mentally i guess tough you are coming out of it because once you're done with 75 hard once you're done with the 75 days the true test is after you're done it's not it's not during right the the past three weeks we've been off have we been eating whatever we want have we been working out every day? What's changed? So just a quick recap on that would be good. Yeah. I mean, 
uh, our workout schedule hasn't been as on point as it was during 75 hard. You know, we're not doing two workouts, obviously. We hit the gym probably, what, on average, three to four times a week. Right. Uh, we're still committed to our animal-based diet. Um, you know, we've had some sweets here and there. We've had alcohol, but we're not going out drinking every single day. We're mm-hmm. not going out drinking as much as we were before. We aren't drinking and having sweets, you know, three, four, five times a week. We're still having at least a half a gallon of water every day. At least. So, mm-hmm. and we're still reading, uh, I'd say, 10 pages every other day. Mm-hmm. So, you know. We've allowed ourselves to rest yes. for these three weeks. But we're not completely backing out of the routine. Yeah, because we're about to go back into live hard. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Again, if you all don't know what Live Hard is, uh, and you guys need an audio version of that, check out uh, Real AF with Andy Frisella, uh, episode 208, and he'll talk about both 75 Hard and Live Hard, and you can hear it all there. Again, we just kind of wanted to talk about our experiences with it, how it's affected us, kind of recap, and we, we've been wanting to share our experiences with you guys for a while. We'd wanted to kind of share our story about 75 hard. Uh, But we just hadn't had the chance to do that quite yet. Yeah. So here it is. And hope you guys enjoyed it. You guys know where to find us. Married to it underscore podcast on Instagram. We're a value exchange based show. We can't grow unless you share the show. (laughs) So don't be a hoe. That's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's not good. No, no, it's not. (laughs) But we'll figure something out. Just share it. Yep. If if you listen, share. It's not that hard. (laughs) Just don't be a bitch. Share the show. (laughs) Give us a rating, please, as well. Uh, And yeah, until the next one. Till next time. Later. See ya. We'll be